Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Walk a little slower, Daddy, said a little child so small. I'm following in your footsteps, and I don't want to fall. Sometimes your steps are very fast. Sometimes they're hard to see. So walk a little slower, Daddy, for you are leading me. Someday when I'm all grown up, you're what I want to be, then I will have a little child who want to follow me. And I would want to lead just right and know that I was true. So walk a little slower, Daddy, for I must follow you. Jessica included this poem by an unknown author in a Father's Day scrapbook she made for me me nearly 19 years ago when I was a new dad, and it left an impression on my heart. And I think it did so because I'm a Christian. Christians get the points of these kind of sentimental poems a little, uh, maybe at a deeper level than others. They're meaningful for all, but we tend to think in transcendent terms. We tend to think in spiritual realities. This is because we know we have a heavenly Father in whose ways we are trying to walk and whose Son we have been called to follow. And so that poem hits on a couple different notes. The blessed relationship between our Heavenly Father and His children is a major part of the Christian lifestyle. So is the call to be followers of Christ who don't want to fall into sin, but are trying to walk in their Father's footsteps, in His Son's footsteps. We are people who hear a prophetic voice saying from behind, this is the way, walk in it. Isaiah 30, 21. Now, today the church calendar helps us remember Saints Philip and James, apostles of Christ. This James isn't the brother of John, nor is he the brother of Jesus. Apparently James was a very popular name back in the day. Maybe still today, huh, James? Yeah. <laughs> this James is the son of Alphaeus and the brother of Joseph. He died as a martyr, teaching people to follow Jesus. When Christ found Philip, he said to him, follow me, John 1, 43. And after being told to follow Jesus, Philip went to Nathanael, And he said, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth. Nathanael needed a little more prompting. And so Philip extended to him the now oft-repeated Christian invitation, come and see, John 1.46. Sometimes your steps are very fast. Sometimes they're hard to see. So walk a little slower, Daddy, for you are leading me. What I want you to remember today is that the apostles, Philip and James among them, were called to follow Jesus, and then they went and invited others to follow them back to Jesus. In doing this, they became spiritual fathers for the whole church, echoing Isaiah 30, 20 and 21. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, Yet your teacher will not hide himself anymore, but your eyes shall see your teacher, and your ears shall hear a word from behind you saying, 
This is the way. Walk in it. The apostles stand behind us in time, in history. As the prophets stand behind them, we are at the front of the line then, but they are the ones leading by where they have been, telling us where to go. And both the apostles and the prophets, by the Holy Spirit, are the ones pointing us to the Father. By the Holy Spirit, through His Son, Jesus Christ, our teacher. Because if we see Jesus, then we see the Father, as Philip learned. Someday when I'm all grown up, you're what I want to be. Then I will have a little child who'll want to follow me. And I would want to lead just right and know that I was true. So walk a little slower, Daddy, for I must follow you. Consider what the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthian Christians. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then, he says, be imitators of me. And he also wrote to Timothy, calling him his true child in the faith. 1 Timothy 1.2 Timothy, listen to Paul. Timothy was a young pastor among that first class generation of pastors under the apostles. And so, because he wanted to lead just right and know that he was true, he could have replied to Paul in the words of my scrapbook poem saying, so walk a little slower, Papa Paul, Daddy, for I must follow you and your doctrine, your teaching. The apostles are great in this way as scriptural, spiritual fathers because they all teach us how to follow Jesus who came in the flesh to show us our Father. This is what Jesus said when Philip asked him to show us the Father. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. When you look at a person you know that person is a son or a daughter, but you do not know if that person is a father or a mother. You do not know, by virtue of just looking at me right now, that I have a son and a daughter. You guys know I do, but you wouldn't know that just by virtue of my presence. But by virtue of my presence, you do know I have a father. I wouldn't be here without one. This is the spiritual reality. At a greater level, the spiritual reality is of Jesus showing us the Father. How can we know the Father if we do not know His Son? And this is why we look to the apostles to know how to follow Jesus. Because this is what Ephesians 2, 19-21 says, isn't it? So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints. You are a saint. A holy one, sanctified, a sinner washed clean, and members of the whole household of God. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. And so we look to the apostles to be able to look to Jesus, to be able to see the Father. As St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. 
or in Philippians 3.17. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us apostles. Or as he put it in his letter to the Christians in Thessalonica, you know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. This is a fitting verse to dwell on for just a moment on a Confirmation Sunday. Pam, joining us, those who make a bold confession here at this altar after this past year and everything that's gone on, and she still says, I want to know what's right and true. So walk a little slower, Daddy, or I must follow you. And he's walking slowly. So all of us can follow him. Faith in Christ is not an idea. Faith in Christ is a lifestyle. It's the way, the truth, and the life. It's our Father's way. And so we are encouraged by the words of God, preserved for us by the prophet Isaiah, the words that sum up what the apostles said in all of their teachings of Christ about Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins. What are these words that Isaiah speaks, that he was told to speak, that he was recorded for us? This is the way. That's not a reference to the Mandalorian. But this is the way. Walk in it. That's for you, David. Jonas. Katical. Bethany. Anybody else like the Mandalorian? Ah, Ronnie? All right, good. You're awake. Every once in a while, pastor's got to just season a little. Oh, Logan. Sorry. I assume you're awake because you're serving the Lord today and you're in this house. Your brother, I think he was sleeping though. No, I'm just joking. This is the way, he says. Walk in it. It is a lifestyle. Jesus said this of himself, didn't he? John 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. And here is that super hard teaching that the world hates to hear. No one comes to the Father except through me. What? Jesus is the only road? He's the only road. How do we live? What is your lifestyle like? What do we do with our day, with our time? Do you know what to do? When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, do you hear the voice behind you telling you, this is the way, walk in it, guiding you down that path. What would your father have you do? Can you see his way? If not, then ask God to walk a little slower, Daddy, for you are leading me. And know and see that your heavenly father heard your prayer before you could even utter it. And he has answered, and he is walking slowly so you can follow him. He left his footsteps imprinted upon the pages of the Bible, not so they could be gilded in gold and printed on really fine paper that we can never turn the pages of and they stick together and it looks beautiful, but we don't touch it, but so that you could tear through it, read it, digest it, live it, so you could learn from him the way in which to walk. 
so that you could see that Jesus walks for you. That you can't walk your way to heaven. But Christ already did for you. So that you could follow him. Follow where he trod. This is why Jesus teaches Philip and the apostles that he is in the Father and the Father is in him. If you're looking for your Father's footsteps apart from Christ, it's going to be impossible to see them. You may catch glimpses here and there, but you're not going to have a steady trail. The game is going to elude you. But if you look for your Father through Christ, you will always see them. As the poem says, Walk a little slower, Daddy, said a little child so small. That's you. I'm following your footsteps, and I don't want to fall. Sometimes your steps are very fast. Sometimes you're hard to see. So walk a little slower, Daddy, for you are leading me. When we can't see his steps, it's because we're lagging behind. Because we're trying to do something our way. He has walked slowly. Dear saints, look to Christ Jesus and see the Father in his way. See that you have been forgiven of every one of your sins, big and small. You have been forgiven. See that Jesus has done everything, everything for you. That he even walks for you. Believe in him as your doer of your faith. He has revealed himself. Step into his footprints. You're going to fall from time to time because that's who you are. You're the wobbly little child. Can't keep your balance. It's cute and adorable to see when you're not the one falling, but that's who you are. Know this. He hears your prayers and he hears your cries for help and he has already answered them. The Bible is his answer to your cries. The establishment of his church, this brotherhood of saints, this family network is his answer to keep us all walking in Christ. This is why faith in Christ is not an idea, but a lifestyle. We need help. We need him to do it for us. We need his family to show us his way. We walk in the way of the cross. As Christians, we walk So that like Philip and the apostles, we get to have the privilege of leading other people to Jesus. So that others who before were blind now can see that Jesus is the way that their teacher is no longer hidden. Someday when I'm all grown up, you're what I want to be, then I will have a little child who want to follow me and I would want to lead just right and know that I was true. So show me the cross of Christ, Daddy, for I must follow you. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then he goes on to say, if you had known me, you would have known the Father also. Then he says, from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. You do know him. We struggle to live as Christians. We struggle to live as the Christians we are. We've wandered from this way and that way, from the right way. But that's the past. From now on, 
You do know the way to step. You do know the Father's way. And you see him and you see his footsteps all over. Jesus is there. Our teacher's no longer hidden. He's right in your face. His glory's been revealed upon the cross. No one can take that away. He fixed this giant beam of my way, this sign with a neon pointer saying, this is the way. And it's laced with sacrifice, love, mercy, selflessness, grace. And he gave us the apostles to show us to that sign. Their guidance has been preserved in Scripture because we need to know which way to walk to the cross, to Christ, to Him who walks for us. Christ was crucified for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus, our crucified and risen Lord and Savior, our teacher, has revealed our Father's way. It's not a mystery. Saints Philip and James both walked in it. And guess how they ended up? Dead. (laughs) They ended up dead. That's how they ended up. But dead for Christ. Martyrs. That's why we're wearing red today. The Holy Spirit gave them the ability to live in repentance, to live in their forgiveness and the forgiveness they have for others through Christ. And they walked in that until it got them killed. And they were able to do this because Isaiah 30, 20 is true. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teacher will not hide himself anymore. But your eyes shall see your teacher and your ears shall hear a word from behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right, or when you turn to the left. By the grace of that same teacher revealed, Jesus Christ, we too, you too are able to live a life like Philip and James. Yes, you able to die (laughs) in Jesus. Following the way of Christ, the way of peace, the way of the truth and the life. It is our way, it is our lifestyle. Amen. Amen. Now may the peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Amen.